Welcome back to the Hardcore Podcast. This is your host, Robert Melton. And I'm your co-host, Christopher Norwood. We are currently on episode 60. That's what you're listening to. And uh, I guess let's, I don't know, you want to dive right in? Yeah, we can dive right in. All right. What do you got for us today, Robert? Okay, so we're going to be going over some of the game awards, um, a little bit of gaming drama. Okay. And I don't know. I guess we'll see what else kind of sparks up throughout this discussion. Yeah, organically. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, no, we had the uh, the big gaming show of the year. Yeah, the uh, I guess it's kind of the replacement E3 in a way. I mean, it's not like a huge convention or anything, but... I would say now that we don't have E3, it's definitely the biggest gaming show. And that's also news. Apparently, E3 is absolutely shut down, which shut I thought down. it was a while ago. Yeah, I thought there was something, some type of presence last year, but obviously it was like dying down. Yeah. But uh, COVID, man, just delivered that final blow. For real. <laughs> Lethal. Lethal. Um, but yes, no, with the, uh, the game awards, there were a lot of awards <laughs> as well as like world premieres. We got new trailers, new information on a lot of games and so, a lot of games that did not get rewards or awards, which right. is, uh, interesting. Like for instance, um, Spider-Man two, not a single award. Yeah. Now that you say that, I uh, didn't even think about it cause I did watch the entire, um, awards show. Like the, it was like two and a half to three hours long. Yeah. It was all really good, but yeah, I didn't even think about that. That Spider-Man Two didn't get anything, and I was really surprised. I mean, I'm happy for him, but I'm really surprised that Alan Wake Two got so many awards. I know, like more than you would think. Um, obviously, we all know Boulder Skate Three was going to get a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but was also surprised that Tears of the Kingdom only got one. Yeah, there was another one that I really thought they were going to get. Like obviously, uh, game of the year, right? I, you know, I wanted Tears of the Kingdom to get it, but I, we all kind of knew Boulder's Gate Three was going to win. But there was one that I really thought Tears of the Kingdom was also going to win, but they did not. Um, I'm happy with who did win though, um, and that was, uh, I don't know what it's called exactly, but like video game soundtrack. Oh, um, I thought. Oh, Tears I knew what Kingdom was going to win that. That was Final Fantasy 16. It was Final Fantasy 16. Oh, I knew when they when they played the uh, nominees. I was like, "Oh, that's easy. That is so easy." I know you haven't played through the whole game, but yeah. no, that I soundtrack. Mean, although I know Tears of the Kingdom had a banging I mean, soundtrack. That one song in particular with the trailer, like that's yeah. what got. <laughs> that's what. Got, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how it goes what, exactly, mm, but. Uh, but that's like one part of the song. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good ass but song, that but song got me so hype. And just like all the music in that game is just iconic. All Zelda music is just iconic. I thought it, that it is took. iconic, but it's not like I feel like a lot of effort goes into like Final Fantasy soundtracks. But the the thing like is, they go on shows and everything just to play those soundtracks. Like I you agree. don't see that with Zelda too much. I agree. Although I'm sure. But, it but tell me this: ten years mm-hmm. in the future. We're going to remember that Zelda song. You're not going to remember not one fucking song. 
from Final Fantasy 16. Um, Promise you. Promise you. Maybe. Yeah, you might be Promise right. Promise you. You might be right. I mean, that just if, that one yeah, song. If in I played, I mean, it's just iconic. that one song in particular. But there were a lot of just like good, good music. Oh, of course, scattered throughout. I mean, that's a Zelda game. Like without the good music, it's yeah, gonna be pretty unfortunate. But if I played again ten years down the road, if I played like ten Final Fantasy songs, it was like, hey, pick out the one that's from fifteen, sixteen, sixteen. It's gonna be pretty difficult for you <laughs> to. I bet you may get have to guess. Yeah. You know? But I can play 20, 30, 50 Legend of Zelda songs, and I'm like, hey, pick out the one from Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Like, you will know that one. That is true. Yeah. But um, like you said, I, I'm not mad that they won. I was just a little surprised. I thought Tears of the Kingdom was going to take that one. Fair enough. Um, But what do you want to start with? We get um, right into the, uh, the Game Awards, or do you want to get into that drama? Yeah, I guess we can go over the drama. Okay. Let's captivate some folks. Yeah, because you were telling me about it um, yeah. before the podcast, and this was news to me. Right. So, And, you know, you're going to dive a little deeper. So, yeah, tell me again, what was this drama all about? So, as a lot of people know, um, if you're into, like, I guess, if you look forward to, like, video games before they're released... I mean, not a lot of people do. If you're very casual, you're like, oh, this game came out? Let me try it. Right. But if you do keep up with a lot of games, apparently um, the day before was like a huge one that a lot of people were stoked for. They had a, a very early trailer, apparently. Um, I, w- I had no idea about this game. I'll be honest. Um, I remember seeing gameplay. Yeah. I, 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 wasn't, I wouldn't say I was like, oh, man. This is on my list. I'm super stoked for this, but I remember watching it, thinking, "Oh wow, this looks pretty promising." Mm-hmm. Like this has a, um, obviously, like The Last of Us kind of days gone. What was that other one you said? H Z H one Z one H one Z one. Yeah, it had like those vibes, which you know, zombie games nowadays is a, a dime a dozen. There's yeah. there's so many, but like I always like those games. Mm-hmm. Um, so was somewhat stoked for this when I seen the trailer. Yeah. So the big drama behind this is apparently the game is absolute trash. Is this and like performance? Do we It's quite literally everything. So everything about the it. The gameplay is ass. Um apparently just it crashes all the time. There's like really nothing to do in the game. Hmm. Um there's just like a conglomerate of issues. Right. So the day before, it launched in early access on December 7th, mm. and it was shut down four days later. Dang. Four days. It was. It's in the top 10. I, I, it has to be. Wow. It's got to be one of those, because, I mean, Cyberpunk, I know that launched for the PlayStation 4, um, I think, I don't know if it was a, a launch title or not. But uh, either way, that got removed from the store and it was put on there again like a year or two afterwards. Right. Um, And kudos to CD Projekt Red for making that comeback. Dude, seriously. That's huge. They won an award. They they literally did. It's best ongoing game. Best ongoing game. And they beat Final Fantasy XIV. That's crazy because they win. I think they win that shit every single year. Yeah. I mean, that's like probably the biggest MMO. Aside right. from like World of Warcraft, 
ongoing. That's that is just wild. Ongoing game for Cyberpunk to yeah. win. That didn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, I think that just shows you the like the support that they had yeah. in that the work that they put in to like make this right. Yeah. For gamers. Yeah. And, and, and it wasn't their fault, to be honest. Like they had to put it out. There was a deadline. Um, yeah. It was corporate. That was, you know, gave them that deadline. They were like, release this shit. Or, I mean, I don't know the repercussions of not doing that, but, you know, right. they kind of had to. And a lot of people kind of forget, like, the business world to it. Yeah. You know, a lot of people will just see stuff like that when the game's released, it's unfinished, and they'll just go straight to, like, shitting on the developers. But, mm-hmm. like, there's more going on, you know, behind the scenes, stuff like that, like corporate oh, yeah. pushing, like, hey, it just has to be released. I don't care what you have finished yeah. or not, like release it, you know? So exactly. And so for the day before, I don't know if it was an issue like that. Um, I would hope it was something like that, but um, apparently they ran out of funds is what I'm, what I've gathered. They ran out of funds. So they kind of had to just release this hope that, you know, they had the backing of the players. Um, unfortunately for them, there was just like nothing you could do. Right. I mean, the game didn't even work. You, there was nothing to do in the game. Like, well, how you can't release a game like that. And yeah, and um, you were telling me what other game did that company also make? <sighs> Unfortunately for us, yeah, they made Prop Night, which we love. That game, yeah, it's a very fun game. Prop Night. If you've never heard of it, check it out. It's a um. How do you describe that game? Kind of like Dead, by, Dead Daylight by Daylight and, and Prop Hunt. Prop Hunt. Ex- well, together. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And super fun game. Um, I haven't played it in probably over a year. So but that's I don't know where its current state. I was going with that was I think a lot of people from that game weren't happy with them because when the game released, that's when we played. Yeah. Um, so before like all these updates and like the rehauling that they did, um, that's when the game was like really fun, mm-hmm. and from there it just went downhill. Like you look at the reviews, if you could compare the reviews for when it came out to like now, it's like super mixed now. Yeah, just because people aren't happy with what they've done. Well, I'm sure and they the support that they've put into the game. I'm sure they probably it. abandoned it in a way. I'm sure there was you know updates here and there. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was like a regularly updated game because mm-hmm. a lot of that portion of the company was probably working on the day before. Which sucks. Probably. Yeah, that whole... I mean, a lot of people online are like claiming like they were trying to scam people and all this. I don't quite believe that. Like, you wouldn't put out a game in its current state like that if it wasn't playable to try to scam people out of their money. You know, you can return games on Steam. Yeah. Um, And unfortunately, the game shut down. And the studio... Well, I guess the game's still up, but the studio shut down. And... Uh, I guess the servers for Prop Night will be up for a while. I don't know how long. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they kind of just got fucked. Yeah, that really sucks. Like, it's so bad that Steam is granting everybody the ability to refund that game. No matter how many hours you have, right? Yeah. Which is wild. That's insane. you usually have to have, like, two or under. Yeah. And it's um, the top 10 um, most, 
like refunded games? No, uh, most like dislike game, I guess, on Steam or uh, worst just reviewed. Just like reviewed, worst reviewed. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, because I know we when you first brought it up to me, I'm like, again, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but you would think if they ran out of funds, it would get to a point. Where it's like, hey, we either release this game that we know isn't done, that people probably aren't going to be happy with, or like, let's just take what we have and like, there's a lot of potential here. Mm-hmm. Like, we put a lot of hours and time and and love into this. Like, let's see if anyone wants to buy this from us. Like, what we right. have to finish it. So you would think they would have went with that, but again, like, you don't know what kind of pressures they have. So yeah. it sucks that they had to go with the you know the former versus yeah. the latter. And I know a lot of people are saying that the like original f- trailer was just like fake. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. So they probably doctored up some trailer and then were like, maybe we can make this game. And then they pursued it and they came to a halt when yeah. they had no more funds to. Which I mean, that's nothing new. Which no, most of the time you can you can tell. Um, and it usually doesn't end well. Like Anthem, for example. Yeah. Remember those trailers? Mm-hmm. That is obviously, that was obviously fake. Yeah. We didn't get anything, anything like that whatsoever. Yeah. I know Bungie's in some shit so, now too. For what? Uh, I can't remember exactly. I was reading a couple headlines, but uh, apparently like a maybe like a bunch of layoffs and people were just like, I'm not quite sure. I can't really speak on it, so. Hmm. But yeah, a lot of these gaming companies are getting fucked. Yeah, but the day before, I'm not even sure what studio that is. Oh, Fantastic is the studio. Um, they, where was I going with this? <laughs> I don't know. A lot of companies they did, are getting fucked? Yeah. Uh, they've existed since 2015. So uh, like eight years. And I mean, it's, it's, it's really hard nowadays. Just, I mean, think about the the game series that have like been around for a while that are kind of like solidified that have their fan bases that they've had for 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. Like it's gotta be pretty easy for them. You know, obviously the call of duties, the halos, the Assassin's Creed, right. you know, but when you come up with a new IP, you're now competing against so much. Yeah. Cause as we've seen growing up, becoming adults, we don't have the time or the money to play every single game. Mm hmm. So if you're like, hey, man, I grew up playing Assassin's Creed. There's a new one coming out, but there's also this new IP coming out. Ah, really only got time for one. I'm going to go with my comfort food, Assassin's Creed. Yep. So then, you know, that's money that these companies aren't getting now. And it's only going to get worse Mm -hmm. as, like, time goes on and, like, we get to new generations of consoles and new companies are, like, popping up, new IPs everywhere. Like, we only have time to like play certain amounts of games you know so we're gonna go for the ones that we've been with for years yeah you know and yeah. that just sucks because it then shits on the other ones a yeah. lot of them being new ips that look sweet or have like a lot of potential yeah unless you make like a insane game to get that audience to you then yeah you definitely Either insane game to get that audience to you or you're advertising. And you see this a lot with like, and you've seen this in the game awards, but you know, when people are coming up to show their game, there'll be a lot of information like, hey, I'm from this studio. I mm-hmm. worked on this, this, and this. Like we have, an, um, for example, we're going to get a little more into it, but there's a game called uh, 
Last Sentinel. And this is like a new uh, developing company. But they started with saying like, hey, these guys are from Rockstar. And they worked on these games. Yeah. They worked on Grand Theft Auto Five in both Red Dead Redemption games, and it's an open-world game, so you're already like, okay, these guys know how to do yeah. open-world. This is going to be sick. I'm keeping an eye out for this. You know, so, like, you have to, like, advertise that. That's very but true. if you're just like, hey, I'm Joe Schmo, this is going to be a new open-world zombie post-apocalyptic game, you know? Mm-hmm. People can't really get behind that because it's like, uh, like, I don't know these guys. They haven't really worked with anything before, you know? Anything yeah. that I know. So, uh, and again, that's just going to get worse. It's just going to get worse. Oh, yeah. And it sucks. The market's flooded. It's going to get, yeah. Um, dude, hold on, hold on, real quick. You know who I really feel bad for? Oh, it's no. fucking Bethesda. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I seen a video the other not day. Not a single nominee. Well, I don't know if they were. Not I think they had some nominees, but, but they not, didn't win. Not anything. a single award. Yeah. And just to think about Starfield and how hyped up. Yeah. And that, that was Todd be. Howard's baby. That was the game he wanted to make. Yeah. And you, I mean, I I seen some clips of like people like zooming in on him in the crowd and stuff. He just looked super bummed. Oh, you know what I seen Which, earlier? Understandable. Um, you know the people that did Skyrim together, the multiplayer mod that we played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were doing a Starfield one, but they just stopped production on it. They were like, no, like we don't want to do this because the game's too boring. Fair. <laughs> Which is insane, but yeah, that is. Um, but I have a closing <sighs> statement from. Fantastic, the studio that brought us the day before. Okay. Um, so they put out an announcement on Twitter. It says, today we announced the closure of Fantastic Studio. Unfortunately, the day before has failed financially and we lack the funds to continue. All income received is being used to pay off debts to our partners. We invested all our, uh, all our efforts, resources, and man hours into the, into the development of the day before which was our first huge game. We really wanted to release new patches to reveal the full potential of the game, but unfortunately, we don't have the funding to continue the work. It's important to note that we didn't take any money from the public during the development of the day before. There were no pre-orders or crowdfunding campaigns. We worked tirelessly for five years, pouring our blood, sweat, and tears into the game. At the moment, the future of the day before and prop night is unknown, but the servers will remain operational. We apologize if we didn't meet your expectations. We did everything within our power, but unfortunately, we miscalculated our capabilities. Creating game, creating games is an incredibly challenging endeavor. We're grateful to everyone who supported us during these difficult years. It's been a fantastic journey over the past eight years. And uh, they have like a little timeline here. 2015, opening the studio. 2017, release of The Wild 8. 2018, release of Dead Dozen. 2018 release of Radiant One, 2021 release of Prop Night, and 2023 release of The Day Before. Damn. It sucks because, um, well, A, like, not, not, I'm not saying that I definitely understand all of it, but, like, I know that there's an incredible amount of just shit that goes into making a game. Oh, yeah. In time. I cannot imagine. Um, it, and you see this about like, you know, people who are like doing animes and manga artists, just like the work they put into that. And that's just work on paper or just making a show. Like imagine mm-hmm. making a game like they have to put that many hours plus more oh, yeah. and then just for longer periods of time, like years and years. So like 
yeah, I think people don't grasp that. And then people will hear that and they like won't even take that to heart. They'll still shit on it, which yeah. sucks. I know. I've been seeing so much hate. Like, I get it. Like, you're disappointed in this game that you bought. Um, yeah. But they're offering refunds. Um, yeah. Like, I feel fucking bad for the studio. Oh, seriously, dude. Seriously. Like, I can't imagine just being so passionate about something and putting gears and just millions of dollars into it, just, mm-hmm. like, excited and, like, you know, putting the time with coming up with everything, creatures, story, mechanics, blah, 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 whatever it may be, and then for, like, you know, just to run into some things, not have enough funds, and then to put it out, hoping that people will maybe still support you and feel excited and see the potential, but just to get shit on. Like, that's got to be so disheartening. I mean... Like, I can't. I can't imagine, dude. That and that really whole sucks. studio is just everybody's out of a job now. Yeah, but five years of work, and then that happens. That's insane. Crazier things have happened. You never know what the yeah. future holds. Some, you know, you could easily see like I don't know, Naughty Dog Bethesda. See like, okay, this, like it's rough, but like I see the potential here. Yeah, and they just may fucking snatch it up. Hire those people back up. Again, I think we've probably had crazier things happen in the gaming industry. Right. So who knows? But either way, that that still really sucks. Yeah. But hopefully they uh, go off to do better things. Yeah. You know, time will tell. Yeah. So. Oh, damn. Um, Yeah, well, with that being said, um, we now have the Game Awards. You want to get right into it? Let's do it. All right, so kind of going chronologically because I was taking the notes as like the games and stuff were uh, popping up and the uh, the trailers were playing. I was looking into them a little more. So pretty early on we got a look at God of War Ragnarok Valhalla which is uh, like I imagine being in the crowd and first seeing that and then mm-hmm. seeing like Kratos, Kratos pop up like what were people thinking? I don't I don't. Oh think you heard they the pop. Huh? You heard the crowd the pop when it came up, well, that's what like, I'm saying. But like, oh, like I don't like think the they next... were thinking DLC. Yeah, no, no, no. You know, because they that was like the literal last line of the trailer. Yeah, free DLC, free DLC. I mean, they were probably really hype on that though. Oh hell like yeah, the free DLC part. And did you see the way it came in? Like December, 12th, yeah, exactly. 2023. <laughs> yeah, people got super hyped. Like that on was that. days away. Like it's yeah, out. We, yesterday. we literally have it. Came yeah. out yesterday. We literally have it. Um. So I have some information on what it is exactly, because not many people, myself included. It's pretty vague in the trailer. Yeah. Um, So not many people, myself included, really know exactly what like a roguelite is. Mm -hmm. And not that every single roguelite follows the same, you know, foundation. Right. But we got some information on it. So God of War Ragnarok Valhalla. Though Valhalla isn't a new narrative chapter it will still have important story elements and will serve as an epilogue to the base game's events, being set after Ragnarok at the end of the base game. As per the developer, the DLC will be a deeply personal and reflective journey for Kratos, who is mysteriously brought to the shores of Valhalla with Mimir in his company. Not only will Kratos be facing plenty of combat challenges, he will also cross paths with, as Santa Monica Studio puts it, echoes of his past, mm. which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, so God of War's Norse era 
games have generally kept themselves pretty separate from the series' original Greek era, though it seems the two will intersect in much more prevalent fashion in this upcoming DLC. Towards the end of its announcements trailer, not only do we see a Cyclops, we also hear the very recognizable and iconic main motif of the original God of War games. That combined with the promise of Kratos facing echoes of his past certainly seems to suggest we'll be seeing a lot of God of War's Greek DNA in the Norse adventure. Mm. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I did see a comment on like uh, Instagram or something, but it was like, how sick would it be if Kratos fought like his shadow of like his Greek or mythology? Yeah, that would be sick. Oh my gosh, that'd be so sick. Greek Especially to see that in like, you know, like PS5 graphics. Yeah. Like the engines they have now. That would oh, be dude, that would be so awesome. All right, so God of War Ragnarok Valhalla is, as mentioned earlier, supposed to be a roguelite experience. And while that obviously means that progression from run to run will be temporary, there will also be an overarching system that will include permanent upgrades. Each time you die, you will wake up again outside the doors of Valhalla, but as per Sony Sony Santa Monica, with each run, you will also gain more knowledge and resources, using them to unlock permanent upgrades that will make it progressively easier for Kratos to progress further and ultimately make it to the heart of the mysteries within Valhalla's halls. Mm. And what about the temporary progression mechanics in the roguelite mode? All of your weapons and unlock skills will fall under the permanent category, but at the beginning of each run, you'll be asked to pick a shield as well as a Spartan Rage Path, and you'll have to stick to both of those choices until the run ends, whether that's in success or failure. Meanwhile, during the course of every run, you will also unlock temporary glyphs to upgrade your stats, and while the perks and runic attacks you equip Kratos with also will be run specific choices rather than overarching permanent ones. How you want to build your Kratos and what gear, attacks, and upgrades you want to equip with him will obviously be crucial to making decent progress in God of War Ragnarok Valhalla, but there will also be cosmetic options on offer. Curiously, yeah, curiously, all armor in the roguelite mode will be purely cosmetic and won't affect your stats or build in any way, which means you can mix and match and wear whatever you want without having to worry about what it will do to your build. And lastly, God of War Ragnarok Valhalla will also have multiple difficulty levels on offer for players to choose between. In total, there will be five options, same as the base game, with the highest one being Give Me Mastery. Between runs, players will be able to swap between the difficulty levels without restrictions, and the higher difficulty you play the mode at, the game rewards you, the ge- the, ah, the better rewards you will receive. I need to start making these fonts fucking bigger. I can't <laughs> make this fucking small shit. <laughs> Sony Santa Monica will all, has also confirmed that God of War Ragnarok's array of accessibility options will also be present in Valhalla. Whether all of those options will be available or only a selection of them remains to be seen. With the developer having said that the DLC will continue God of War Ragnarok's standards for accessibility settings. 
So that's all I have on that. But that's really exciting. That though. should give everyone just kind of a better idea of like what a roguelite is in general, but what Ragnarok Valhalla will offer. Mm-hmm. So, and Damn. it's free, you know. Yeah, if you don't um, like it, you don't got to play it. Yeah. Or you could just run through it easy mode. Yeah, exactly. Um, and again, although it's not like as narrative driven, like there is some story there, mm-hmm. you know. So that alone would will make yeah, me want to play. Exactly. Um, and I think like most people may have to get back into that learning curve to get all the mechanics and stuff. But, but that's a game that does it so well. It does it very well, and it's always fun. Yeah. Like getting your ass handed to you, you're not like throw the controller mad. You're like, mm-hmm. all right, fuck. Okay, I, I know what I got to do now. Yeah. you know, I, I beat this. the hardest shit. I platinum that game. <laughs> I mean, you have. You have. Now, give me mastery. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I, I'll tell you right now, I definitely cannot. Yeah, I am not a, if you haven't, if you can't tell already, um, I am not like a, give me the fucking difficulty. Like, I will cheese my way through a fucking Dark Souls Elder <laughs> Um, Easily. No shame. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going low, low, oonga boonga build, but. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, shit. Hey, man. You got to time those buffs perfectly. Um. So in between, uh, like these games that I go over, do you want to give uh, an award and who won? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so. Do you um, have it in order of the show? Because I think the very first one was performance. No, I don't have it in order of the show. Oh, okay. But I can go up to the game of the year. Okay. Okay. Um. So. We talked about this earlier. The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. I'll do it backwards next time. But they won Action Adventure. Best Action Adventure game. Yeah, which is very fair. Yeah. I can't remember the nominees for that one. I guarantee um, uh, Final Fantasy Sixteen was up there. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, nothing could, could compete with that yeah, this past year, though. Maybe... Maybe Resident Evil 4 is up there. Uh, like an action. Oh, yeah. Game. Oh, yeah. speaking of that, I, I, I don't think that, that won any there. awards. Did it really? No. I don't think it did. Oh, wow. Which yeah. I'm kind of happy about because yeah. it's a remake. Yeah. I feel like that's not deserving as much. Have they always had the same awards? Like, I feel like if you had a like best horror game, like it, it could have potentially won. Unless like Alan Wake Two is considered that, I'm I'm sure there's like subgenres that aren't like make it to the show. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, it's like best MMO, best shooter, best rogue shooter. I don't know, just yeah. random shit. Right, right. Which best I mean, RPG, Steam does that. Best JRPG. Yeah. Best ARPG. <laughs> Literally. <Just kidding. laughs> um, but yes, no, that was the one award. That Tears of the Kingdom won. I'm glad they at least got something. You know, mm-hmm. they definitely deserved it. I would have really been upset if they didn't win that one. I know. Um, so we didn't get a huge look at this, but I was still really surprised and pretty stoked by this. But we we're getting a lot of, and I'm pretty sure the remakes. We we're getting a lot of remakes oh. of old Sega games. Dude, that was cool. I was pretty and stoked for it that. It was like one trailer they threw out like It was like five six, or seven. six games. Yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of them. We are getting like a new Jet Set Radio, a new Shinobi game. That's definitely OG. Uh, Golden Axe, super OG there. Um, Streets of Rage. Yeah. Um, 
Crazy Taxi. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. I know a lot on, of people like, got to be on that. Well, that looks really taxi was cool. Fun. Yeah. That looks like really different. Um, and more. So I guess there's even more that that weren't like revealed in that trailer. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm pretty stoked for Golden Axe. I used to love that game as a kid. And it looked really sick. Yeah, it looked really sick because it it wasn't like kind of like top down. It was like you know like third person yeah. 3D. Um, so I said trailer snippet for all looked. Pretty good and very revamped. Again, I'm thinking these are remakes. Dude, Sony, or shit, Sony. Sega is going to destroy Nintendo. Like, they're making a comeback. Are they? <laughs> oh. No, they're fucked. <laughs> I mean... I mean, they're making a comeback for sure, but there's yeah, no way they could like outclass. Not in, like, the console game. Nah. You know, I don't think they're... But um, this, this I'm sure people are really excited about this. I know for Jet Set Radio alone. Mm-hmm. Like, that is quite the, kind of, has the cult following. Yeah. Oh, shit. You know what comes out tomorrow? Tomorrow. December 14th. Pokemon. Yep. Nice. Pokemon. And Palea <laughs> comes to PC tomorrow. What is it? Palea. Palea. It's like that. Is um, that the free, free-to-play one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see I think they played a trailer they at the did. Game Awards, they but that did. shit looks good, dude. It looks really good, honestly. Yeah, I was telling Ashley about it. Something about, I don't know, free to play just like just throws me off. Uh, it does. I think it's a me thing, too. No, no, I agree, because it's got to have in-game purchases, right? Yeah, but I don't know. I always, I, I don't know why I'm like this, but when I see free to play in my mind, I don't know why I have this stigma, but I think this game's not worth it. Mm-hmm. If this game would be worth it, I would be paying to buy it right thing so like it's not going to be a good quality game which obviously is not true at all right it's just in my mind that's what i think so when i seen that i I was like "Eh." but yeah like it's it's just like a cozy game like what are the in-game purchases i I have no idea like there again like you said there has to be there There has has to to be be. why would they make a game without being able to make money off of it yeah but i will say during that trailer i was like holy shit like Mm -hmm. this this looks like a fucking fable cozy game, in yeah. my opinion. I thought it looked like Disney Dreamlight without Disney in it. Yeah. I was like, this look, but yeah. with like way more shit. Right. Being right. able to do But I like that graphic style. Oh, no, like me too. The Disney Dreamlight, like, mm-hmm. I've played it a tiny bit and it's pretty good, but like, I love that graphic style. Yeah. Versus what was that one that recently came out that Ashley bought? Oh, but it was just Fay too, Farm. Fay Farm. It was just too like simplistic, like st- stylized in a way that was just. Too simplistic for mm-hmm. me. That's like the only way I can really put it. Um, I just need a little bit more there. And yeah. that's what Paleo or Paleo, whatever, that's what that is yeah. for me. Like, I think that's like the perfect. Oh, amount. sorry. I meant, I think it's on PC already. I think it's coming to Switch. Coming to that's Switch. What it said. Oh, yeah. you know what? Now that you say that, I think I did see that it's already available. On yeah, PC. it's been available, I think, since maybe October, September, something like that. Dang, I'll have to go look at some reviews then. Yeah. Because um, again, free to play, like. I can at least get like through the tutorial and get a main be, yeah. chunk of the game without having to pay anything. And then from there, I'll probably know whether mm-hmm. I'm going to pay or not. Yeah, well, it's the same with like that new Sims game they're coming out with. Is it free? Uh, Yeah, it's going to be like free. Like Sims Apparently 5? no in-game purchases, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's Sims 5. I think they might be calling it something else. Uh, but okay. yeah, it's weird. I'm not too sure. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so up next, this was, I'd say this is a pretty big one for us. We got Dragon Ball Sparking Zero. Dude, we've been talking about this. 
So yeah. initially we thought it was like the new Budokai Tenkaichi 4, right? All right. So I will say different name. But it's still but it's the still, same. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Like it's been already put out there that this is the sequel yeah. to that. It's just different name. Apparently, this was the similar name they used in Japan. Oh, okay. Like Sparking, and I guess they just added Sparking Zero. How are they going to use that name in Japan and then do Tenkaichi, or it Budokai was, Tenkaichi? I don't know what that shit means. It was either the original name or this was like their original plan for the series. Like okay. that was the name. But either way, like when you see Sparking Zero, you're thinking this is like definitely new. Mm-hmm. But this is like kind of like officially like the next one, like yeah. the sequel. I got to say, man. I'm super stoked for that. This looks good. That graphic style. Yes. That shading. It's like dark and yeah. vibrant still. I don't know. Like we've I'm not had sure how to describe that. Really good looking Dragon Ball. I games. mean, they all look good. They look amazing, but this is definitely the best looking yeah, one. I think it looks we can insane. All, I say we all, but I think you and I can at least agree there. So, official sequel to the Tenkaichi series with lots of destructible environments and the most beautiful Dragon Ball game to date, in my opinion. IMO, uh, with being seeded, that must have uh, autocorrected to something, with being <laughs> created in the Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. So, very cool. Um, and this is a quote from uh, the developers. The focus here is to push the limits of how much a player can completely immerse themselves into the world and how intensely we can make that happen. Hmm. So, I feel like that's a little generic. Like, what does that mean? Right. But uh, either way, um, I think with them making, like, the environments and just a lot of things, you know, destructible, that alone already makes it very, like, immersive. Yeah. Um. So. And that I, is super satisfying in Dragon Ball game. Oh, dude. Yeah. Being seriously. thrown through, like, oh, dude. Capsule Corp or something. When you were. Just destroying mountains. I go back to, um, you know, just almost, like, side-scrolling, like, Budokai. Mm-hmm. When you would get to that edge of the map and you get that like charged yeah. up attack, you know that you're going to send them flying through mountains. Mm-hmm. And that shit was awesome every time. So, questions. What will the story mode be like? That's what I'm curious about. I feel like will they're going to go... multiple? Are we covering everything? Oh, there's no way, man. There's so much content. You know? But they've done that before. Even in like, you I can think go Raging through, like, Blast, they've had like... We've covered Dragon Ball. Obviously, Super wasn't out then, but right. we've covered Dragon Ball. We've covered Dragon Ball Z. We've covered GT. Yeah. And maybe it wasn't super, like, Kakarot thorough, which mm-hmm. that tells you. That went through the entirety of, like, Dragon Ball Z. Right. And into Super and I stuff. could see them, um, you know, we got Xenoverse and shit where they just kind of, like, add characters here and there and maybe some, like, missions mm-hmm. surrounding them, although it's not, like, canon shit. Um, So I could see them doing this game in a similar fashion with like dropping DLCs for like the story modes, which I, in my opinion, that would be worth it. So, you you know, you give us like off the bat, um, most people are going to want like the super uh, story mode, you know, maybe going through all super, going through the Broly movie, uh, the new um, superhero movie. Mm-hmm. So that would be cool. And then they just give us content for like the regular Dragon Ball Z. Well, in, Dragon the, Ball, um, in the trailer, we obviously seen things that were made canon through Super. Right. So like my standard is at least give us Z and Super. 
mm-hmm. and DLC with what's to come throughout the years. Give us the movies. You know? Let us play through the movies. That'd be yeah. sick. Which, I mean, I don't see anything wrong. I'm not looking for a Kakarot where I get to kind of, like, walk around. Right. And then nah. Just, like... We know how it goes. Give us yeah. the board. Yeah, like, we know the story. <laughs> Dude, I'm sure we're in the minority, but yes, give us the board. Uh, <laughs> bling, bling, bling. Yeah. But, yeah, just do it battle to battle. Like, just give us all the, the iconic battles. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's pretty simple and not asking for much. Give us that. Obviously, give us the world's martial arts tournament mode. Give us either that or a cell games. Yeah. Or the what's the the battle of the universe the the one in super. Uh-oh. Give us that. Oh. We haven't seen that in the game. Yeah. We haven't seen that. Give us that. That'd be dope. Um, but also, what about the character roster? Like this has to be the biggest Dragon Ball. It has to be right character roster, right? That's what I'm saying. I mean, these are, the, to be. these are the games that put all the characters in it. Exactly. And with each edition, and they show Jiren, we get more and more yeah. and more and more. So, like, don't go back. You know what I'm saying? Dude, there's so many fucking characters in Dragon Ball. I mean, yes, and I know that just makes it harder. But, like, we've been waiting on this game for a long time. So, you've had time, you know? So, but I think we are. I think we're going to get... Multiple like story modes. I think we're gonna at least cover Z and Super and what's to come. I would really love if we could go back and go through Dragon Ball. Maybe that's a DLC in the future. Like I'm okay with waiting for that, but at least give me Z and Super. Maybe some type of tournament mode. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're gonna be able to battle with friends, right? Um, and yeah, and just have the, like the biggest roster. Give me some, even give me some like non-canon shit too yeah. i love that with budokai too where they add then teen and yamcha fusion like that's not canon that's not anywhere else give us some shit like that give yeah. them, give us some what if stuff you know oh yeah i always love let's that have shit. fun with this shit you know <laughs> yeah i feel like this game's gonna be so fucking good though yeah no i'm excited so yeah dragon ball sparking zero if for whatever reason you haven't heard or seen the trailer definitely check that out right, indeed so what do we have next so um i'll give you a couple Okay. We got Tachia, which won Games for Impact. Not entirely sure what that game is. Games for Impact. Um, okay. And I'm not Tichia? really sure what that category is. Tachia. T-C-H-I-A. I have no idea what that is. And then, um, so we said best action adventure. Now we have the best action game. Oh, and they're separate. Yes. Oh. And what won that is Armored Core. Oh, I do remember six, that. Six, Fires remember of Rubicon. That. Yeah, which the nominees weren't too crazy, so I kind of seen this yeah. one winning when I seen them. I remember now that you say that when I seen the nominees, I was thinking like, you know what, Armored Core probably has this. Yeah, yeah, they did. Which good for them. I can't remember. Well, we haven't got an Armored Core game in a while, but like, mm-hmm. has Armored Core ever won an award like that? You know, right? So and I'm then, sure they're all super hype on that. That's cool. And then, can you guess what won best RPG? I definitely know what won best RPG. Baldur's Gate 3. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, they won like six or seven different awards. There's a bunch, but no surprise. Yeah. No surprise there. Easy peasy. Like everyone else in that lineup knew like, hey, get comfortable. <laughs> we don't got to go up there. <laughs> hey, you got to take a piss. Go ahead. We ain't going up there. Honestly. <laughs> All right. So this next one. 
is one that I'm pretty stoked for. I, I'm pretty stoked for this. It may have been up there with Dragon Ball Sparking Zero amount of excitement for me. Surprisingly, because like I never really got into this series. It's a long-running series. Mm-hmm. Um, Visions of Mana. Yeah. So we I had, knew you'd be stoked on that. Back in the day, we had like Secrets of Mana. I think not too long ago, we had like Trials of Mana. I think there's a mana game for like the PS1. I think there's one for like the GBA. I haven't played any of them, but this did look really sweet. It did. And it was probably just like the combat looked sweet. The art style looked awesome, which most games nowadays with like the uh, the graphic engines and software, hardware they're able to utilize, if a game is like animated and has that anime-esque style, it's going to look fucking awesome. Right. And this... This one looks fucking awesome. Um, so, Visions of Mana. Long-running franchise developed by Square Enix has a new installment in the development that has... has a new installment in development that has beautiful, charming art style, Kingdom Hearts-esque combat, in my opinion, and a 2024 release date. But yeah, the combat that it did show off, I couldn't help but think it looked very, like, Kingdom Hearts-esque. Mm-hmm. Which, not the biggest Kingdom Hearts guy, but, like, I love the combat. Yeah, combat's fun. Um, So, introducing Visions of Mana, the first mainline title in the Mana series in over 15 years. Immerse yourself in the vibrant landscape of this beautiful world where the powers of nature blend with the elemental aspects of mana to create a rich tapestry of life. Journey through enchanting locations with near-seamless transitions in a semi-open field that's yours to discover. And I'm guessing that just means semi-open world. They just call it open field. So, and I'm definitely okay with that. Like, I'm not mad at that. I think of, like, kind of Final Fantasy sixteen. You know, like, you can pretty much go where you want, but it's not this huge world open world where you're like, see that mountain? I can go on top of it. Right, you yeah. Know? But you can still explore these huge environments, which again, not mad at. Even something like uh, Legends Arceus. <laughs> Need I say more? Um, but like, you went to the locations, but you had these huge areas to explore. Yeah. And I love that. It still scratches that open world itch for me. Um, so, a little bit on this story. Every four years, Alms from around the world are chosen to travel to the tree of mana and rejuvenate the flow of mana power. A soul guard is also chosen to ensure the alms safe pilgrimage. Val is one such guard. When Val's childhood friend is selected to be an alm, he sets off on a journey across the world to accompany her on the pilgrimage, embarking on an adventure of a lifetime. The trailer looked really good. And it's looking up my alley. That's what I said. But yeah. Fair enough. Visions of Mana. Definitely check that trailer out. Pretty sick. Pure weeb. Yes. Um, But that one looks sweet. That one looked really cool. So, best art direction. Can you guess? Um, Hold on. I'm trying to remember. Best art direction. Okay, I think I know. Go for it. Um... (laughs) I don't know why I keep wanting to say like John Wick, but Alan Wake. Too. <laughs> <laughs> they look similar. Yeah. Yes. Alan Wake. Alan too. Wake too. Yeah. 
That right. one I was a little surprised, but you know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm hype when a game like that that I just don't think is not. It's not fair to say I don't think it's going to do that well, but that I wouldn't expect to win all these awards, yeah. win a bunch. Like you know, I I, I love that for them. Yeah, I got to apparently play Alan Wake, Dude, too. I was going to say, and that makes me want to, like, play these games immediately. Yeah. Like, holy shit. They got to be pretty damn good if they're winning this shit. Hell yeah. I mean, you know, um, Boulder Skate 3 definitely won the most, but, like, Alan Wake 2 wasn't too far behind. Right. You know? Um, Best Family Game. Can you guess that one? Best Family Game. I believe you've played this. Oh, that had to have been Wonder. Yeah. Oh man, I must have kind of missed that one. I don't. I don't remember that one. Yep. I wonder what it went up against. Uh, I don't know. Name a Nintendo game. <laughs> right. That <laughs> uh, wouldn't be Kirby. Uh, that one came out uh, last year. Yeah. But um, hell yeah, no, it is. I, <laughs> it's so funny because it is the best family game, but every time. I go to my parents' house. My dad will, like, save these really difficult levels for me. Like, he'll go through a Oh, level. really? He tries to collect everything. Like, out of all of, you know, Super Mario Wonder, there's literally maybe two or three things we haven't got. Because there's a, things to collect on every single, um, obviously, world, but every single level. Hmm. Like, you have to get, like, uh, three coins or, um, I forgot what they're called. Like seeds, wonder seeds, maybe. Oh. Uh, you have to get the, you have to reach the top of each flagpole, and there's a couple other things. There's all. Remember when it showed off the standees that you can put in the, in on in the levels? Like my dad got all of those. He got all of the wonder seeds, the coins. He's got the top of the flagpoles. There's like only two or three things that we haven't got. Um, but when he goes through the game and he just has a difficult time, he's like, ah, Chris will be over soon. I'll save that for him. <laughs> so it's funny to. To hear that at one family game, because when I'm playing this, I am cussing my ass off, dude. <laughs> I'm just in front of the TV like, you fucking bitch. Like, dude, I'm cussing my ass off. That's Something so about, well, Mario games aren't easy. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, platformers in general aren't easy. But, dude, I was, oh, my gosh. Something about that game just fucking gets me. Damn. Dude. So, it's funny <laughs> to see that it won that win. I'm like just like fucking cursing like a sailor when oh, I play that's that so game. Funny. Makes me rage. Um all right, so next, Rise of the Ronin. Mm-hmm. So, Rise of the Ronin. So we that? have seen trailers of this before, I believe. Have we? Yeah, oh, I, I think one came out like a year or two ago. Okay. Maybe okay. last year, I think maybe last year, but this is I think there's like a bunch of gameplay and stuff in this. Yes. Um which we're I feel like just in the last few years, we're getting a lot of like samurai games. Not yeah. mad at all. Yeah, you know? a lot. Like I love it. But here we here we go with another one: Rise of the Ronin, being developed by Team Ninja and Sony. Team Ninja being the team behind the Ninja Gaiden games, Dead or Alive, and the Neo games. I was a really big fan mm. of Neo One, so this is good to hear. Um, I didn't really grow up playing the Ninja Gaiden games. I was more of a Devil May Cry, God yeah. of War kind of guy but like I hear if you're into the Ninja Gaiden games you fucking love them and they're known for their difficulty so Rise of the Ronin again developed by Team Ninja and Sony this game looked to be a just based off of the trailer we got 
This game looked to be a story-driven, action-adventure, hack-and-slash-style game with pretty good-looking combat. Um, again, they didn't show off too much, but like when it did show off the combat, it looked pretty sweet. And now that I think about it, like when's, when's the last time we got a hack-and-slash game? Like an actual hack and slash game. Like God of War is no oh, longer man. hack and slash. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess someone could say that, but like I'm talking like more classic hack and slash yeah. style game. No, I'd say it's morphed into like an RPG at this point, but that like action adventure, yeah. you know, story driven, very narrative heavy. Fuck dude. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like it'd be cool to it's get been a while. like a fucking hack and slash game. Um, one thing I, I mean, will I guess, note, I guess Final Fantasy 16 was one in a way, I'm just but it's still more, more RPG. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm thinking like. Like, like God of War esque Devil May Cry. I mean, honestly, Ninja maybe the last Devil May Cry. Yeah, probably. But yeah. Or maybe like Bayonetta 3. Uh, True. Played, but you know, that's a yeah. hack and slash game for sure. Um. But I will say, one thing I will make note of is, based on the trailer, it looked very PS4-esque. And maybe it is. Maybe it is coming out yeah. on PS4. But like the graphics, I was like, Sekiro 2? Yeah, although the <laughs> graphics looked good, it wasn't anything impressive. No, I agree. Um, but that is set to release March 22nd of 2024. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely going to keep my eye out on that. Again, I like uh, just kind of samurai or just like ninja games. Um, I always got an itch for that. Um, it'd be cool to play a hack and slash game. It looked very hack and slash. Um, again, being made by Team Ninja, they they know how to do hack and slash, and they know how to add that right amount of challenge to a game. And again, I don't know if it is like super story rich, but just based off of the trailer, it looked like there was a decent amount of story that they were showing off. So mm. that'd be cool. I feel like story and hack and slash they definitely go hand in hand. Um, so, yeah, Rise of the Ronin. You got something else for us? Sure do. Cool. So, best studio game direction. Studio slash game direction. Let me clarify. Apparently, there's two. Hold on, there's... We didn't do this one already? Uh-uh. No, that was art direction. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, game direction and art direction. Different. Okay. I guess so. Interesting. Okay, who won yeah. that one? Um, apparently, it was a tie with both. Hold on, it was a tie. Well, I don't, I don't know. It's it's got it listed twice here, but one is under Epic Games and the other Remedy and Entertainment. So one's might be like the publisher and one's the studio. Okay, is what I'm assuming. Something like that. But yeah, Epic Games and Remedy Entertainment for Alan Wake Two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I definitely missed that one. And then we got best esports game. Can you um, guess this one? Shit. Esports. Best esports. It's a huge game right now. Fortnite? Nah. <laughs> Maybe a couple years ago. But. Well, I'm just thinking because like Fortnite's doing like a whole new kind of platform thing. So yeah. I didn't know if that would like put it in the running. I don't know. Nah. Um, oh. Um, I'd be surprised if you. Was it the one we were talking about last night? That Colton's been playing? No, 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 no. No, that just came out. That just came out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I have no clue. What is it? Um, Valorant. That came out this year? I thought that's been no, out I for a couple years. Out. 
Yeah, that's Unless interesting. Unless it's been early access and like officially came out this year, you know, something uh, like that. I mean, I feel like esports can win. It's probably just the biggest one that year, oh. so it's probably not one that came out this oh. year. Hmm, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Right. Um. Cool. Nice. Woohoo! <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. I guess I should check it out. Nice. I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I will say we were talking about this the other day. I'm um, going back to Fortnite. It's kind of cool what they what they're doing. Like it Fortnite is. is like now just partially a battle royale game. Yeah, there's like it's like its own platform. Well, when it first so came really out, neat. that's all it was. Like that was just the side thing. It was it had like a campaign. Oh, it had a campaign. Yeah, Fortnite had a campaign. Yeah, then they kind of oh, took it out. That's when the battle royale blew up. And now it's just a platform with just a, a multiverse platform. Yeah, it's insane. So we have a battle royale. I know we have, there's like a, and I, I would actually like to play for this, like a prop hunt mode. I know there's a bunch oh, of really? modes. Yeah. yeah. But there's battle royale. There's a new racing one. Yep. You told me about a new like Guitar Hero style one, mm-hmm. which I think is going to get future updates for being able to use like guitar hero um shit yeah. with actual controllers they need to stuff. make more fucking controllers yeah and they need to add a mode to where you can add your own songs and shit yes you know then you'll have that answered for all of us like at that point we don't even need a new rock band or anything I know. Like, that'd be cool but like i imagine it'll get to a point where you can just plug all that shit in yeah and you'll have the drums they may even had like singing and shit they do they already have it in there they have singing in there they have a bass guitar Mic and drums. Do they have it to where you have to like hit the notes and shit? The same thing. Uh, I'm, no, it's it's just keys right now. But I'm sure wow. they could easily add that in. But still, like that's that's sick. And the um, whatever the the Lego mode is has looked awesome, dude. It's like Minecraft with like Lego e Fortnite graphics, and yeah. I don't know. It looks cool as fuck. It does look pretty sick. I will admit, I'm not yeah. even like the biggest like Minecraft guy, but. It does look sweet. Everything I've seen looks awesome. Whenever yeah. I see the Lego videos pop up on Instagram, never skip. Always watch them. <laughs> yeah, that game's morphing into some crazy shit. So, uh, no surprise here. Um, this is very him, but we know absolutely nothing about this next one. OD. What the fuck is <laughs> Literally. It? What the fuck is It's crazy that... His style and his way of doing things is so signature. Mm-hmm. Like anyone else releases that trailer that he showed off, they're going to be like, that was shit. I know, Everyone right? was fucking hyped for what he showed off. Yeah. And no one knows anything about it. So, yeah, new Hideo Kojima game, OD, in the works with Jordan Peele. So, I don't know if you remember what, what was shown off in the trailer, but uh, what do. are your thoughts? Do you have any idea what this is going to be? Not not a chance. I know there's like, apparently people are like picking things out from that trailer. They're like, this is like. The only thing you can see is like, there's something in the reflection of their eyes that will kind of change hmm. based off of like the emotions they're giving. But like, there's not really much to really pick apart. Yeah, people are saying something about like Silent Hill. So could this be like his own Silent Hill? Although uh, he doesn't maybe. own the game. But at the same time. Um, there was something Jordan Peele said that was really interesting. Yeah. So, so it's not directly a video game. Yeah, it's like a video game, but it's like 
kind of mixed media. Yeah, it's like a it's multimedia not a video game. Type. It's not a movie, but it's something like unlike you've ever experienced. Yeah, that got me intrigued. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So yeah, like any ideas what this new immersive original style of game media will be? Dude. I have no clue. I have no idea. I mean, but with them two together, I'm sure they can make some crazy shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, seriously. They got some ideas bouncing around. Yeah. Um, maybe a while till that comes out. You know, hopefully we'll, we'll hear some new stuff soon, but sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. Hopefully this is something that is in the realm of, like, multiplayer, where, like, you can experience this, this with friends. Yeah. Because that would be really cool, like, for everyone to be on, like, Discord kind of playing through whatever that would be this sick. is would be really cool. That would be super sick. Um, but yeah, OD, it's in the works. Don't know what it is. Yeah, but you, question. Don't you don't know what it is. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Kojima doesn't even know, I know. what this is. That's so him. <laughs> I remember when, um, I could be remembering this wrong, but when Death Stranding came out. Nobody knew. I think even he was like, I don't even really know exactly. I couldn't even tell you what this is exactly about. Yeah. Which is just so funny. I don't know if he was just saying that. Just have a baby in a spacesuit with some guy carrying it, and that's maybe a, he just does know. these things. And he's like, I don't even know. It's different for everyone. Open to interpretation. Truly, it could be like there is no fucking meaning behind this. It's just whatever you make it. Yeah, you know, which is cool. But yeah, I can see that. And that's that is very him. Um. All right. Well, yeah. Do you have another one for us? I do. Best independent game was Sea of Stars. Oh, okay. Okay. And most anticipated game is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. And definitely. That's definitely my uh, yeah. most anticipated for sure. Because it Damn. sucks. Um, there was something that's releasing in March. Excuse me. What's releasing in March? Is it something we've gone over? We've talked about it. Oh, Dragon's Dogma. Because uh, Final okay. Fantasy comes out February. Yeah. Dragon's Dogma 2 comes out March. So I'm like, fuck, I got to like rush to, through that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to play the first one. All it's going to be this year all <laughs> over. Like all these games just drop month after month after month. And again, that's kind of what I was talking about in the beginning. But again, these are IPs that we know. That know. we kind of grew up with. Yeah. So, so we know they're going to be good. these were all just new IPs, different studios making these games. Like obviously people aren't going to play all of them. And yeah. They're going to kind of, for lack of a better term, just kind of get shit on. Yeah. Not make money. Because there's so much and it's only going to get worse. Insane. <sighs> Absolutely insane. Um, Seriously, don't have the time. Because again, like, I didn't grow up playing Final Fantasy VII, but even with what I've seen, not knowing really anything about the story, like, I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't even beat the first one, you know, part one. Yeah. But like, I'm still like pretty stoked on it. I just need to push myself to fucking... Have you played the DLC? Have you played Intergrade? Sure didn't. You at least need to play that. You're gonna. You're at least gonna play that, uh, right? I mean, I'm not too worried about it. Or at least I'll probably watch it. I was gonna say watch it or I something. I feel like there's not like too much content. It's probably like a four to five hour watch. Yeah, I'd imagine. I'm not gonna spend you know forty bucks or whatever the fuck it is on that. Oh, that's right. I, I didn't even think about that. For some reason, I thought you like had it. On nah, the PC. I had it on PS4. That's where I played it. And then you oh, had okay. to have a PS5 in order to play the DLC. Oh, shit. But I think the DLC may have come to PC. I think it did. I was yeah. going to say, um, 
if you can go straight to the DLC, I have Intergrid on the PS5. Mm. So I have the PS5 version and with the DLC. Uh, gotcha. Unopened. If that's, you want that's to crazy. play. Um, yeah, I know. I need <laughs> it's a to. relic. Gosh. Hmm. Yeah, I, I need to uh, make some time for that for sure. Because like, I want to be in that hype with y'all, you know? Like, I want to be there with, like, you and Jeff playing through that. Like, that'd be awesome. That game's insane, man. You got to. And just everything that I've seen, um, which didn't they show off a trailer during this re- the awards show? I don't think so. I thought they showed so. off something. They may have. Or maybe I, I, I just happened it. to see something old. I know they showed, YouTube. like, a, uh, a, like, music video and, like, a live uh, performance by some girl. But it was, like, oh. Aerith. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it yeah. was. And they were showing like gameplay in the background and stuff. Maybe that's what it was, yeah. Um like it looks I mean, you I don't think anyone's expecting anything less, but like it looks fucking amazing. Yeah. It looks awesome. That's Final Fantasy for you. Like it's crazy <laughs> when I see that. Obviously they're they're telling the same for the most part, like story, but they're like adding things here and there. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy just based off what was shown in that little snippet, I'm like how was all of this in a PS1 game yeah. years ago? Like, it really, it, it was that, like, rich of a story. It had that much. But I don't know what all they're adding. I don't know what all is new or tweaked or mm-hmm. changed, you know? So I'm seeing it thinking, like, oh, wow, all of this is in the original game. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it is. Wild. Three discs, four discs, something like that. <sighs> oh, is it the original? Damn. Yeah, not Big surprised. Game. All right, so this next one. Um, this has got to be another one on your most anticipated list. Black Myth? Oh, easy, dude. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so fucking glad we got a release date for this. August 24th? 20th. 20th? 2024. God damn. We've been waiting for that release date for years. Yes. For years. Um, so I, with this one, I kind of just let the trailer speak for itself. Uh, looks just as impressive as every other Wukong uh, trailer we got. Mm-hmm. I want to say this is our first English trailer we got. I think so. And then again, just a release date, August 20th, 2024. But this trailer, dude, it had so much diversity to it. Like, you've seen a lot more than you did see in it, the others. I would say it, you know, it's obviously showing off more combat. It looks like we're. it showed off more bosses, mm-hmm. more boss fights, more enemy types. Again, like the just direction more dialogue. Kinda, yeah, going yeah, the in. direction. Um, like, I love just, like, the the diversity of the different type of characters and, like, the voices that they're doing with them. Yeah. Like, there's that guy who, I don't know anything about him, but, like, I think he wears masks and he, like, changes depending on, like, the mask. But, like, the voices he's doing and just adding to the character, it just, it looks awesome. Yeah. No, I, that's... I gotta say, I'm probably more stoked on that than Dragon's Dogma 2, but... That's fair. No, 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 that's very It's fair. just been years leading up to this, so... Yeah. I know that game's gonna del- deliver, and if not, then they kind of fucked themselves. Yeah, I... Like I said before Give we a started long time. this, that is... That's one game, just going off of what they've shown us and given us with trailers, they have not, like, dropped the ball anywhere. Yeah. There's not anything where I'm like, well... Or like, eh. mm-hmm. like everything has looked fucking awesome. So, yeah, Black Myth Wukong. Check out the newest trailer. All right. So, um, best narrative, Alan Wake Two. 
Oh, okay. Who, who would have thought? Yeah, I definitely need to play this because I, I love a good story. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I love a good story. Best multiplayer game. All right, so I, I definitely know who won this. Um, no surprise with having played it, mm-hmm. but just taking a step back and hearing best multiplayer game, I never would have thought it would have been an RPG. <laughs> I know, right? You never would think that. Never. Never. But guess what? It's possible. Yes, Baldur's Gate 3. Which is why Dragon's Dogma 2 should be a fucking multiplayer game. Yeah. <laughs> Which that was probably a decision early, early on, you know? They oh, yeah. would have had to change so much. Oh, yeah. Um, There's probably so much development that goes into multiplayer. Oh, yeah. So much you'd have to change and add. Yeah, because they already have the the layout of the game. They just revamp it into a current day model and, right. you know, add. Yeah. But yeah, no, no surprise at all. Again, with having played pretty much solely, <laughs> almost solely the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, incredible multiplayer experience. And then I'll give you this one real quick. Best yeah. mobile game, Honkai Star Rail. Oh. <laughs> I've heard a little bit about this game. I know it's like a gotcha, I'm pretty sure. Is it? I think so. It's like one of those I games like you just buy my... packs and... That's my mobile gamble. game assumption. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just, you can't make money on a mobile game unless you're doing that. I mean, yeah. I just wish there was. I, and maybe there is. I haven't really. There's so many mobile games. Like, I'm not going to try until I find it. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's got to be, like, a $15, $20 mobile game that's just a good fucking RPG and just a good story. Yeah, it's called uh, Resident Evil 4. Oh, on the mobile? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, like. At that point, I'd just rather play... Or GTA Vice City. I'd just rather play it. It's not made for a mobile game. Yeah. But I mean like a mobile exclusive. Exactly, yeah. You know? But like... And again, maybe there's a a gotcha aspect to it, but like I know there's Final Fantasy games that are mobile. Not even... Not the 7 one, but there's one like um, Brave Envious or something like that, but like Mm -hmm. that's strictly mobile. Um, So... Maybe that's good. I I don't know. Yeah. I it's it's also not fair to say that because like I haven't tried them, but. Uh yeah, I think it's hard to I nail. I don't hear like, anyone mobiles like talk about like oh dude you got this story dude this mobile game actually is a really good story I know, play. Yeah. You know I've never heard that. Um. All right. So next we have the first Berserker, Kazan. So. It, the first Berserker Kazan is an animated, cell-shaded, kind of FromSoft-inspired-looking dark fantasy game. Looks very promising. Combat looks brutal and satisfying. So Dave the Diver publisher Nexon and developer Neeple have revealed the first Berserker Kazan, a single-player action RPG that is the next entry in the long-running Dungeon and Fighter universe. I don't think a lot of people knew that. Hmm. And when you look up Dungeon and Fighter, and then you watch the first Berserker Kazan trailer. Looks nothing alike. Damn. Because Dungeon and Fighter is like a kind of like a 2D beat 'em up game. I think they even have a 2D fighting game, but like it's stylized and looks nothing like this. Because the first Berserker looks very, again, it's cell shaded, but also has like a dark grittiness to it. Looks very brutal. So it's a very interesting contrast. Hmm. But yes, it is in this universe, this Dungeon and Fighter universe. So Neeple says in the first Berserker Kazan combat, sorry, Neeple says in the first Berserker Kazan, 
Combat takes center stage in Kazan's quest for vengeance against those who have orchestrated his downfall, marked by intense, aggressive, and ever-changing styles of battle. To survive, players must master combat, upgrade character skills, and combine weapons and armor, each with unique perks. The more missions cleared, the tougher the bosses, but defeating them and finishing missions earns players powerful gear and abilities. So, when I seen the trailer, I was initially pretty stoked, but after doing a little bit more research on what it is exactly, after hearing that, the more missions cleared, the tougher the bosses, uh. I'm kind of out. Like, I thought it would be just more of like a, and maybe it is. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. Just like a story-driven, maybe um, like Dark Souls-esque in the way that that's kind of open world. Mm-hmm. Um, like almost like linearly open. But this is talking like mission to mission, missions cleared, the bosses get harder. Now I'm just thinking this is just like a mission to mission challenge, get better gear, let me go to a higher difficulty, beat this boss, get better gear type thing, mess oh, with my combat. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of out on that. Yeah, I don't even think I watched the trailer for that. Um, no, dude, like watch the trailer. It looks absolutely sick. Hmm. Like it looks really sick. And it just screams kind of like, you know, from soft. But yeah, that's the whole mission to mission. It's not that it's his mission to mission, but the more missions cleared, the tougher the bosses. Yeah. Like that just kind of throws me off. I'm just not necessarily into those type of games. But again, maybe that's not. Maybe they just didn't word it well, or there's a better way to word it or something. Um, but yeah, no, we'll see. Again, they, they didn't show off too much, but the trailer did look sick. Very cool. Yeah. I'll have to show you that, because that is definitely yeah, a trailer. Yeah, I need to check that out. Definitely sounds awesome. Um, but best adaptation. This was super easy. Oh, shit. Yeah, I should know this. All right, best adaptation. Oh, I did see this. Um, oh, yeah. The Last of Us. Yeah, easy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> seeing the nominees. I, like, the only thing that maybe would have stood up against it is, like, the Mario movie. Mm-hmm. But even that, I'm like, nah. I know, yeah. You ain't beating that fucking perfection, dude. Um, Neil Druckmann's man. I know, that shit was... That's a good-ass show. Excited for the next season. Yeah. Um, Content Creator of the Year, Iron Mouse. I feel like I've maybe heard that name, but I have no idea who that is. And then, um, Iron Mouse. Like, I feel like I'm not in that world, but like, doesn't it sound familiar to me? No, but again, oh. like, I feel like to be the biggest, I, I should have like heard of you. I mean, maybe that's not fair to say, I, but I just I feel like I would have heard. But it's like, the, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Content creator of the year. Uh, I'm not even sure what they do. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, someone like. You doesn't haven't even heard of them. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah, I'm on the internet a lot, so I know you just stay more connected with that. Is yeah. what I'm like, kind of trying to say. Like you're on YouTube all the time. You think you would have seen the name or mm-hmm. something pop up. Um, I don't know. Yeah, weird. Very weird. Um, so this one definitely took me by surprise. I remember you telling me about it, but we're getting a Blade video game. Yes, we are. But the most surprising thing is who it's being made by. Um, yep, but Arcane awesome. Studios X Bethesda. Yeah, so the makers of Dishonored and Deathloop, Arcane and Bethesda, are working on a Marvel's Blade game 
Very interesting. It's quoted as being a mature action-adventure single-player game where you get to play Blade your way. It takes place in Paris, which is very different, and is a third-person game, which is very different from what Arcane usually makes. And we're going down, down to the catacombs. To the catacombs. Um, but yeah, no, I'm... How can I say this? So I'm not like the biggest Marvel or DC person, mm-hmm. but I've always liked Blade. Yeah. Blade is just badass. Yes. Like who doesn't like Blade, you know? Um, so this is exciting. All that to say, like this is pretty exciting. Like if they were making a new Punisher game, I'd say the same thing. Right. Like I'm not the biggest fan. Like I like Batman. I'm not the hugest fan, but like a new Batman game, like I'm there. Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine, he's dope. Yeah. I'm there. Um, Punisher would definitely be there. Um, but Blade, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, when I hear Blade, I'm thinking like, all right, there's some maturity here. There's some grittiness. This is going to be fucking dope. Yeah. Um, and again, like, I, I didn't play Deathloop, but I love the Dishonored games. Um, they've got a lot of, like, style that I think is very, will translate to Blade really well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, new Marvel Blade game. Yeah, that was a cool trailer. Especially the cut, it's, and he's that's fucking blade right there. He's like, "Don't worry, I won't bite." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember teeth? when I seen that, like I was trying to like figure out what the hell is this. Oh like, yeah, I, yeah. I never would have put two and two together as being like you know blade. Mm-hmm. But I'm like yeah, no, that was a solid trailer. Um. So yeah, blade. Yeah, pretty stoked on that one. Um, and we have best player's voice. So best voice actor okay, or so actress. Yes, this was the very first award, I believe. Yes. Um, um, I believe Christopher Judge was the person who handed this out, the last year's winner for Kratos. Yes, yes. Um, did not do an eight-minute eight speech. Um, he did a one-minute speech and shit on Call of Duty for having a shorter campaign than that, which is hilarious. I did see something that they like felt some way about it. But I'm like, dude. It's a fucking joke, bro. I know, but it wasn't even that nasty. It wasn't. It was just funny. It was funny. And like it coming from like Christopher Judge. Yeah. Like, I know nothing about the man, but like he just looks like such a nice guy. If you want to win game of the year, make a better game. Yeah. Um, like I just don't <laughs> see how they would have been like and it wasn't like that they were like so butthurt, but like I don't see how you're even a little butthurt about that. Like that's I when, mean when has any of your Fucking They're, campaign's been big. Yeah, they're not even competition. Like, nobody plays your campaign. Yeah. They play the multiplayer. But, like, everyone knows, like, hey, Call of Duty campaigns, few hours. Exactly. Like, every single one, few hours. Maybe this one was even shorter, but, like, dude. Yeah, I don't think anybody really cares. I haven't heard shit about it. That was the first I'd even heard. Yeah. And, like, at the same time, like, you're Call of Duty. Shut the fuck up. You're making exactly. so much money, dude. Shut the fuck up. Don't get butt hurt. Yeah. You know? Like, you're fine, dude. You're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, that's actually insane. But yeah. It was funny, though. It was funny. Um, so yeah, back to player's voice. Best yes. player's voice. Um, it actually does not have the name here, but it's the person who played... Why am I blanking on the name? What is it? Asterian. Asterian from Baldur's Gate. Yes. Neil Newbin. Neil Newbon, 
That's his name. Which I know a lot of people were were very excited yeah. about this. I mean, he is a good voice actor. No, he did a really good job. Um, honestly, most of them, you know, from that game yeah. did really well, yeah. other than Will's yeah. voice actor. <laughs> Shit. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I mean, like, uh. to be fair, like, everything else is pretty good. There's a couple of moments that he has where I'm like, eh, I didn't feel that. Yeah. But, yeah. like, you know, if there's just a couple out of all the dialogue that he did, like, you know, like, he did good. I agree. But um, Gale killed that shit. Yeah, Starion did really well yeah, for his, to play that character as, like, sassy as yep. he did. He did a really good job. Carlac did good. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I even like Shadowheart. Yeah, Shadowheart was um, good. What I love about um, Asterian's character, well, actually Asterian, well, shit. Yeah, I guess literally all of the main characters, like it's just them using their normal voice. Yeah. Like every single one of them, they're just talking. Mm. Especially Shadowheart's voice actress. Yeah. Like, she sounds identical. It's like she's not doing anything different. You know, there's no technique. She's just fucking talking. Yeah. It's just the acting, man. They kill that shit. Yeah. But, um, you know. They all did good. I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but, you know, the internet loves Hysterion. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but, yeah, I don't even know who the other nominees, nominees were. were. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Oh, I know one of them was the dude that does uh, Peter Parker. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I can't remember. any. Oh, um, Clive. Clive was one of them. Yep. I mean, I don't know why you would have chose Clive over Sid. I know. But yeah. I mean, Clive did do really well. There was some. He did no. He did really good, especially towards the end of that game. Oh I, damn! But I no, that there. one part for sure. But towards scene. the end of the game, there's like more shit, like gut wrenching and powerful. There's some really good fucking Dude, voice acting. I forgot to mention it. The DLC. Oh, I mean that's fine. It's fucking paid DLC. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> are you're not excited? I wouldn't say I'm like super like, excited. I mean, about paid it. DLC like that's mm, that's to be expected. I mean, there's that, that two make me feel. There's two way. DLCs coming for Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, um, but this Final Fantasy, you, you know, you can get like probably 20 hours out of each. That's true. I'm know? just like, wondering what DLC. direction they're going in. Oh, you didn't see the trailers? I would. Ch- I would definitely check. No, out the I I seen the trailer. Oh, okay. For the first one or whatever it was. Well, there's the, another the, the one trailer coming. was it was it showed off both of them. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, maybe I was it looks, under the impression it, it was just one. But um, again, I couldn't tell you why. Ugh, I can't tell you why I dropped that game. Um, but I need to. I need to pick that shit back up. Good luck. I want to get. I know, right? <laughs> Damn it! They need to add a fucking recap feature to these games. <laughs> um. But I want to get to that those emotional scenes that you're talking about. Yeah. Because I just remember that one in the beginning where he's like, yeah. fucking kill you or whatever. Yeah, that shit's gnarly. Um, but dude, all the fucking Sid's dialogue is so fucking good. Is it fair to even compare the two just on a... Which? Oh, Clive and Sid? No, no, no. Sid and Asterion. Because obviously there's, a, there's much more Asterion dialogue. I mean, in, there in is, that game in comparison. and there's a lot that we haven't even witnessed. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I was going to ask, like, who do, which performance did you like better? But then I was thinking, is it even fair to compare? Because there's a lot more here versus Sid's dialogue. But um, even I mean, even with there being a little bit more, which performance did you like better? 
personal to Clive. No, I mean s- s- uh, Clive over Sid. Well, I was asking about Sid and Asterian. Oh, like I mean, it, like personally, after beating there. the game, it's Clive for me. Oh, really? I mean, Sid is great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But Clive's acting is insane. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Okay, damn. Okay, yeah. Play tonight, shit. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Okay, I really need to fucking get back on that. Damn, you got me hyped, dude. Yeah, that's good. You're giving me a reason to hop back on. But yes, all that to say, the uh, what's his name again? Asterian. Yeah, Neil Newbin. Neil Newbin. He took it. He won. Well, they won. Sorry, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no clue. <laughs> anyway, trying to use the you know gender neutral. There you go. One. Um. All right. So next, I have the last Sentinel. So this is the one I was telling you about, mm-hmm. where this is coming from, makers of like the Rockstar team. So Last Sentinel is a new AAA open world sci-fi game from Lightspeed LA, a Tencent-owned U.S.-based developer. Lightspeed is a new studio led by Steve Martin, a former Rockstar developer who has... What? I bet he feels real stupid after that GTA 6 fucking reveal. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Steve Martin, a former Rockstar developer who has also worked on Grand Theft Auto V in both Red Dead Redemption games. This new team brings together talent from across the industry with staff who previously worked on The Last of Us and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Hmm. So that alone, you've got, you've got people on board. See, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Like That's like how you advertise and get people excited and to potentially buy your game. Yeah, like They're already on board hearing that. I'm already on board hearing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the game was shown off via a cinematic trailer where a young girl and her ostensible cyborg mother are under attack before being saved by a motorcycle riding hero. The trailer ends by panning up to show a massive cyberpunk city. So that definitely does a terrible job at explaining and describing what was going on in the trailer. Mm -hmm. It was a really sick trailer. It did have those like cyberpunk vibes. But it had a like vibe and like style and atmosphere of it of its own, almost taking like cyberpunk and adding in like I don't know like Japanese themes. Yeah. Uh, but it looked really cool. It looked really cool. And that one's called Last Sentinel. I put Last Sentinel. I can't remember if it was Last Sentinel or the Last Sentinel. But either way, it looks pretty sweet. Yeah. Definitely, definitely check out the trailer if you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's a solid trailer. Um, I do have one thing to go over. Oh, okay. Um, so they showed a trailer, which is probably my most um anticipated from the award show. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Sorry, that was oh, really? the mic. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed that like exactly the same. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, so yeah, from the makers of No Man's Sky. Another company who oh, kind of dropped the ball on a release. Yeah. I will say, um, sorry, I uh, I seen that trailer. I didn't include it. I was being you did watch s- it though. I did. I did. Oh, okay, I okay. seen I seen that trailer. Yeah. It looks sweet. It's just, I think it's fair to say that's more of your kind of game. Yeah. Than it is like my kind of game. So yeah, that's probably that's why I didn't add it. But I will say, what you what you said about uh, No Man's Sky. Um, I feel like they've they've definitely redeemed themselves oh, over yeah. the years, just with 
the support and all the the updates and things that they've been adding. See, that's how you drop the ball, but yeah. pick it right back that's up. That's still like a top-selling game now. Yeah. Yeah, like they, they kudos, major kudos to them. That game, that's how you do it. They put out a trailer very much like the day before. Right. They put out a trailer. Then years later, they put out the game. Not even close to the same thing. Right, right. It was absolute dog shit. Yeah. Then they were like, all right, well, we'll work on it. Yeah. And then they made a fucking insane game. Well, to be fair, comparing the two, like you're talking... A huge studio yeah, you're in comparison. Well, that as well, but you're talking... All right, zombie game. All right, we got that. Yeah. No Man's Sky. Huge, ambitious... Yes. Like, Starfield ambition. Yeah. Okay, you can go fucking anywhere in the universe, all these planets. If so you made you Starfield already, as uh, No Man's Sky, it, yeah. it would be a great game. But yeah. unfortunately, Starfield is Starfield, so... But, like, you already have so many people excited on just that because it's very original versus, like, oh, yeah. another zombie game. Yeah, 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 that's true. You know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so No Man's Sky, insane game. A lot of people love it now. Uh, they're doing great. Now they're making a game called No... What is it called? The Last... Wait, No Man's Sky. It's No and Light, right? Yeah. Something, something No Light or No Light something? I think it's No... Fuck, I can't even remember the name. name. Uh, look it up real quick. The Last... The... I think light, oh light no flame light no fire or something like light that light no fire uh, yeah that sounds about right yeah something it's either no light light no fire or light no flame either way which based on you know what we seen from the trailer I thought it was kind of a weird name if I'm being honest oh I agree they're just trying to theme it yeah you know with the rest of their games I guess but but maybe it will kind of play into it a little more it's possible play. yeah um. And I will say again, it it didn't seem like my kind of game. Just that like survival element. It looked like it had that survival element to it. But out of all those type of games, mm-hmm. if we're lumping it lumping it in, it did look pretty sweet. Yeah, like it looked like a setting that I would be into. And that's where I'm very stoked for it because I am just not a big space guy. I am not a dude. I'm not a sci-fi guy at all. Like I like Star Wars. That's pretty much the extent of my sci-fi. I'd guess. Honestly, I like I like Star Wars as well. Not the biggest Star Wars guy, but I I wonder if it's more of the like idea of Star Wars. Uh yeah. Like you have an the, attachment like to like force, characters, the, the force. force, lightsabers. Like in my mind, I'm like, dude, this is so fucking. Sick. It's a lot of magic medieval shit. That's just kind of like in a, a different enigma. So you yeah. have the force, magic. Then you have a sword, a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And that's that's exactly where I'm at. I'm like, okay, I could do away with the lasers and guns and whatever the fuck you want to add to it. Mm-hmm. I'm cool without all that. Um, but I'm. Huge fantasy fan. I love swords, shields, bow and arrows, magic, dragons, fucking all that shit. And that's yeah. what they're putting into uh, medieval as well. You're big, like just fantasy, like medieval. Yeah. Type. Yeah. And that's what we've seen from this trailer mm-hmm. um, versus like No Man's Sky, which is great game in its own. Yeah. I'm just, it's not my setting. Whereas this looks pretty much like that, but where. No Man's Sky is like a procedurally procedurally generated worlds or planets, I guess. This is a, maybe it's just like a huge open world. Yes. You know what? 
what I think it is, and it's not fair. Like, I feel like I could be really into these type of games. Mm-hmm. I just think every experience I had with them, like, wasn't was just not the right experience. Like, for example, um, shit, what was the dinosaur one? Ark Survival. Ark Survival. So, I mean, obviously, y'all played that a little more than me when we got back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard for me to get into a game like that when like everyone knows this much and I know nothing. Yeah. You know? That's like, fair. Like if we all went into it and we're all like yeah. learning and exploring together, mm-hmm. like I feel like I would have like the most fun. Well didn't like, you it like would be the force? So awesome. Well even the force, like that w- that was pretty fun. Like I had yeah. more fun playing that because we were all kind of learning together exactly. and like discovering together. We just I think I just wasn't able to play as much as y'all. And that's another thing. Like, I feel like I, I get left behind. Uh, not that y'all are leaving me behind, but that's just, like, how my schedule is. We'll, like, play for, like, a week, and then, like, I get busy with, like, work or something. Then I come back, and there's, like, all this new shit. And it's like, oh, dude, like, y'all know how to do all this stuff. And then I'm, like, still down here. Right. Just me personally. It just, it just kind of takes it away from me. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Um, but, yes, when we played The Forest, that was more enjoyable than, like, uh, the art games. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, yeah. There is a lot of shit in ARC that I don't even know still. Yeah. Like, I've only gotten to, a, like, a middle point, whereas, yeah, that yeah. game's crazy. So, like, a game like that, um, like, it would be fun to play with friends, but I would almost love to play by myself and mm-hmm. just really, you know, grasp it all, and then, like, we all play together. Yeah. You know, because we all understand the same things, and then we just kind of make our own experiences. From yeah. There. Yeah. That's fair. But, yeah, that's all I wanted to say about that game. So, um, again, pretty stoked Light No for Fire? It. Light No Fire. Light No Flame. Same studio as Below No Man's Flame. Sky. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, I've only got one more category here. Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, do you have anything else? Light no fire. Sorry, I just wanted to look. Okay, it up. light no fire. Um, I do. It's very honestly, it's two small things. I can just go over really quick. Sure. Um, so Exo Born. Um, all I have is was like a honorable mention. Uh, trailer looks sweet. It looked very. Say no more. Say no more, dude. <laughs> Check it out. Well, the thing is, it, it was one of those games where, like, the trailer looks sick, but then when you look more into what it is, it's like, oh, this is going to play nothing like the trailer. Yeah. Because I think it ended up being, like, a tactical game. I think when I looked into it, it's, like, a tactical game. But they had, like, these exo suits in it, like, allowed them to do different things. And there was, like, uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. It was, it was a lot going on in the trailer, but it looks sick. So... If you like tactical games, I'll say that. If you like tactical games, uh, check out the trailer. Because um, Exoborn, it looks sweet. Mm. Um, and lastly, uh, no surprise here, but they they ended the show with, well, before the, um, the actual Game of the Year award, um, they ended the show with one last trailer. And I could, right when the trailer started, um, just based off of, because it was a gameplay trailer, but just based off of, it's weird how you can see, like, mechanics of a game, like a new game, and just see, like, the movement or, like, the way they they walk or, like, in this example, they were, like, riding some creatures. 
but just based off of playing um like a previous title like a or previous something. title title you know exactly what like franchise it is and right when it started i was like oh shit i know what this is and it was monster hunter Wilds. oh yeah yeah i knew that too exactly yeah what like you're right ta- when it about. started i was like this is a fucking this is a monster hunter game i don't and know then right I'm... as i thought that it like capcom popped up and i was like yep yeah okay. Yep, that exact thing happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is an interesting title because I think this is going to be quite a bit different from your average Monster Hunter game. I think, especially in the way that I want to say, I don't know, but just based off what we've seen, I think this is going to be the first truly open world. Yeah, Monster Hunter, game. which is that's what I'm excited for. Like, this is what Monster Hunter World should have been. Right, because right. I. I the mission-based shit is just dumb. Yeah, I don't like that either. In like the thought of like in Monster Hunter World, you know, the gist from what I've gathered talking with people who really love the games is first off, you're obviously going to have more fun playing with friends. Of course. Um, which I never did. Um, but you're going to have more fun playing with friends. But what you do is you somewhat hunt these monsters down. Mm-hmm. You kill them, rinse, repeat, get material. Hopefully you get the good drops to where you can make better armor, better weapons, and do it again. Yeah. And maybe there's a terminology for that style of mechanic or that style of game, but it's just not me. But when you... And and these games aren't like truly open world. It's like these kind of linear open environments, which again, I've said I'm okay with, but like I don't want to hunt something in an environment like that. When you're telling me I have an open world to like hunt these creatures down... That sounds fun. Exactly. That does sound fun. Um, so with that being said, I've tried so many times to get in these games. Um, sweet trailer, but it's nothing that I'm super stoked on. So maybe with future trailers or just when it comes out, if there's like crazy good gameplay and reviews, maybe I'll change my mind on that. Mm-hmm. As far as right now. It's nothing I'm super stoked on. No, but I agree. I wouldn't buy it cool. like day one. I definitely want to see more gameplay before, you know, I solidify that opinion. But yeah, um, yeah, definitely nothing. I'm just like super hyped about. And I can see why they would end the show with a trailer like that. You mm-hmm. know, like it does have a big following. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I can't tell you how many Monster Hunter games I've bought, traded in over the years, rebought, just tried to get into, <laughs> dude. I just, I don't know. I just, I just can't do it. So maybe it will take an, a truly open world uh, one to, to make me get into it. Perhaps so. And some friends. And some friends. Some homies. I need to get Because those games <laughs> are, oh my fucking God. Trying to take down one of those monsters by yourself. Is, although it might scale with you, mm-hmm. it's going to be harder because you are the target and you can't like have somebody else take aggro and go over hit its leg it's always going to be on you you know and so I you like, kind of have to have a partner i like the thought of that i like the i like that it's not simply hey get a bunch of friends and just hack and slash that bitch yeah, no, there's skill to it you know and i've seen this go i've seen clips where like you have to you learn have your to weapons be, you gotta fucking do yeah, everything you have to be like the right distance away to charge this up and i've seen some really cool attacks where you charge this up and it shoots you into the air mm-hmm. and you have to land right on like its neck or something to hit it you know yeah like that sounds really cool it's just um i don't know it's it's partially not fair for me to say these things because I haven't played with friends, but just in my experience, limited experience 
with these games. I just haven't been able to get into it. That's fair. Yeah. All righty. So we are down to game of the year hosted by Timothy Chalamet. Well, presented by Timothy Chalamet. I love that he, didn't he like call him out by his like YouTube? Yeah. His old like Yeah, because he used to mod controllers and shit on YouTube. Yeah. That just felt so, I don't know if there's like a, a segue I missed or some context. It just felt so fucking random to have him. Yeah, that. there was like what well, Matthew McConaughey was at the beginning of the show. Um, oh shoot, that is um, I I didn't put that, but there is a new game that Matthew McConaughey. This is like his entry into video games, yeah. like you know, working in video games. But he's voicing a character, and it's very. It gave off like very Mass Effect vibes, which yeah. again, not a big sci-fi guy. Like so Mass that's Effect, why I didn't include like, it. Let's bring the movie space guy in and <laughs> yeah. put him in. Yeah, but it like. <laughs> He made a joke. It dealt with, you know, time here is yeah. feels like minutes, but time there is like years. And, exactly. You know, he obviously has some experience with that with Interstellar. Yeah. Um. So that was really cool. But like, you know, Matthew McConaughey, he's an incredible actor. He's got an incredible voice. So mm-hmm. like that is exciting alone. But again, just not a big sci-fi game. I didn't include it, but I think the game's called like Exodus. Think so or something yeah, like that. Something like um, that. and they did show off a little bit of gameplay. Like it looked, it didn't look bad. It's just not up my again. Alley. It's got to be super fucking good for me to play like a a sci-fi game. I know. I mean, we're huge Bethesda fans. I haven't even touched Starfield. No, and I won't. I'll tell you. Next sci-fi game, I guess if you can call it that, will be Star Wars Outlaws. <laughs> True. <laughs> I will play the <laughs> fuck out of that one. Yeah, because that one's like again. E- I don't even know if you can fairly consider that a sci-fi game. It has elements, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah. Surprisingly, didn't win anticipated game. Was Outshined it, by did, seven. But it did have... Oh, yeah, it, it, was, it was on there. It was, it was on there. Yeah. Um, honestly, though, if Final Fantasy wasn't there, oh, yeah, I, I think, think so. it would have took it. I, yeah. I believe that. Because, I mean, nothing's going to, you know... I'm not even in that fan base, but yeah, nothing's going to stack against Final Fantasy seven. Yeah. Not even yeah. close. I, I just wouldn't even try. It's one of the biggest games ever, so. Like, literally. Yeah. Like, literally ever. Literally. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. Who won Game of the Year? Um. Can you guess? I definitely can. Can you guess the audience? Oh. If you don't already know. Um. Yeah, if you stay connected with, uh, like, if you play games and like look at any type of gaming content on YouTube or like Instagram, I guarantee you've seen hundreds, if not thousands, of clips of this game pop up on your feed. Mm-hmm. It's Baldur's Gate Three, and they fucking deserve it. Yeah, God tier game. They do. Again, I know in a previous episode we were saying like you were Baldur's Gate Three, I was Tears of the Kingdom, but I could have seen it go either way. Yeah. Wouldn't have been mad at either. Like you said, they do deserve it. Like, dude, the guy, the head of the studio, came out in a fucking suit of suit armor. Suit of armor, yes. Like, talk about a game that put a lot of like time, obviously, yeah, uh, but like love and heart into it, dude. They thought of everything. They thought of every. They thought of everything and included everybody. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, they had yeah. like two hundred and sixty-five actors or something. 
in that game, which yeah. is crazy. And during the um, the speech that that one guy gave, mm-hmm. who won um, like per- the performance award, he was talking about how people like reached out to him about feeling so included um, when you uh. know during these dark times that I guess they were personally going through. So that, yeah. that's really cool. And if you play the game, like yes, everybody is included. It's a yeah. very very inclusive game. Quite literally, yeah. Um, and this is kind of random, but for all those haters, if you played Hogwarts Legacy, you would also know that that game was very inclusive as well. It's true. But yes. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> Not as inclusive because like the scale that Baldur's Gate 3 is, is just fucking still blows my mind. Yeah. Um, but yes, Baldur's Gate 3 won. And again, not not mad at all. Not mad at all. It's an incredible game. Agreed. And that about wraps it up for the Video Game Awards and the Hardcore Podcast, Episode 60. Yep. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> See you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm out this bitch. Deuces. Peace. <laughs>